Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Sherilyn Arnold, who, alongside her daughter, Caitlin, are partners in two businesses. There's Liberty Research LLC. It's an asset locator who recovers money for people that didn't know they were owed and Dear Dreamer LLC, who take women on fantastic, empowering retreats all over the world. Now, that is glorious. Hey, welcome to the show, Sherilyn. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Can you expand a bit more on, you know, where are you today with your businesses and who is it that you love to work with? Well, well, Dear Dreamer is geared all towards women. We love, we love working with women, empowering women. We actually are addicted to travel, to world travel. Uh, once the world, I think, I think I've been to nine countries since COVID opened back up and I've been dragging people along with me. Anybody who either has time off or who has money, which is kind of hard to find that combination these days. But, um, and we decided, I do plan really fun retreats for my friends. And so we decided to turn it into a business this last year. So we are taking women who, they either need some rest, some reprieve. Uh, we're taking mompreneurs, business owners, people that need some coaching, some help, some empowerment, and they need to be able to step out of their lives mm. in order to do that. And then of course, like going to dreamy locations like France, um, Paris, you know, London, that's just like, that's just the that's just Caitlin and I wanting to travel and mix that with helping other women. So that is kind on. of a there is your excuse and don't misunderstand me but katie and myself we're looking at retreats where do we want to go how can we have this super awesome time invite more people to come and enjoy because the one thing that i know is super important is the ability to pause the ability to stop and what better way than to extract ourselves from the day-to-day your current location so to take these retreats on amazing locations it literally removes you from your situation from your life it's almost like you pause the world and then oh my gosh what can you do if from that mindset from that place of possibility playfulness true true beauty fantasy dreamy locations yeah true it it is all about the mindset and it is a privilege for caitlin and i to be able to do this love that so what it what is it that you that you help your your ladies to to work through? What is it that they they come to you for for help to to see to work through or or to do? So we're just filling up applications now, and they get to tell us what it is that they need to get out of this retreat. 
So mm -hmm. we are actually planning it. We're just taking a small group so that we can plan the empowerment activities, the private coaching, all of that around their needs. So everybody gets what they need. So I'll tell you what some of them have told us. Yeah. But the thing is, the thing is with 30 years as a mompreneur, a six figure earner, having just started my own companies, like there's not a lot people are going to ask of me that I can't help them with. So I'm fairly, I'm very confident in saying, just tell me what you need. So um, we have, we have one mom. She is actually quite affluent, but she's totally burned out. And she said, she's like, if I just come and sleep, like I just need to come and sleep and then go pouring with you and be in your space. I'm not sure that I need like you know, business training or life coaching, but I need a reprieve. And I was like, absolutely fantastic. We'll get you the most comfortable bed and no one's going to bother you about when you get up, when you go to bed, you know? So some people, honestly, these, these mothers and especially working mothers, they, some of them will just come. I'm imagining just to step away. And then we have another woman who she actually owns a travel agency. So I'm, I'm very like honored that she sees the value in coming with, with Caitlin and I, and she said that she is just horrible at setting healthy boundaries. And, you know, I just wrote a book on that. So she's like, please, I just, I need some private coaching with you. I need all, all the training on setting healthy boundaries. And so she's coming along for that. And I'm like, well, okay, I can do those two things. I can let people sleep. I can teach people about setting healthy boundaries. And then we had another woman who just reached out. These are like, so um, the, the topics that they need are so varied. And you know, me with my, we talked about this, my people pleasing, overly helpful nature. Yeah. I am going to get so much pleasure about saying, I can help you with that. I can help you with that. I can help you with that. But one of them wants to know more about productivity. So Caitlin wrote a book on Caitlin's a six figure earner. She's 25 years old. She's a, a mother of my only grandchild and he's two. She hasn't had any like daycare, nannying, nothing. She is like his mom, mm. but still. So she wrote a book on how she does that. And I'm like, perfect. Caitlin's going to like do productivity for busy moms. And I, I feel like I'm really excited to hear what these ladies need that come to us. And I feel like mm. like minds will gravitate together. I feel like they will come yeah. to us if we get the word out, you know, they'll come to us and we'll give them what they need. I'm it's going to bring me so much pleasure to travel that way and be helping people. It's going to be great. Yeah, these these communities, there's it sounds like this. There's so much sort of top level, but under the surface, there will be a unique thread. There will be something that grounds and brings all these people together. So seeing that and actually maybe going to with a back to play playful mood. Um, it's maybe not a case of just saying yes to everything. It's hold on, there is that openness, but there's also there's a method to this. There's a trusting the process and allowing and seeing, okay, what's, what's, what's happening here? So teasing the universe, teasing this and seeing what, what, what's yeah. going to go on. That's kind of sounds like that's, that's where you're at now. And you're, you're enjoying this, this, this new space. Yeah. I'm just gathering information. You're right. Because once we've got all of our spots filled and we look at what they need, I do feel like we're going to have a cohesive idea of you know, what we can do that would actually appeal to everyone. But yeah, you're right. It's completely experimental mm. right now. It is a little daunting to not know all of the details ahead of time, but I don't want to have an agenda. I want to serve. Mm. So the top two human needs. 
certainty and variety. They conflict, absolutely conflict. Yes. Oh, they so do. With, so with this, oh my gosh, you're, you're trying to hit them all. So there needs to be that. So if we can sort of shift and, and lean into that variety, to lean into that unknown, oh my gosh, that's a good thing. Again, we, we chat offline for, for a while before we press record. Oh my gosh, talking about um, all the things that come with being an entrepreneur and, and being able to lean in and shifting perspectives. That's where so much does sort of come in. So what's it like for you as the entrepreneur behind the business? As you, obviously you've had some, some big sort of transitions as you go through your sort of professional career and now you've landed here and you can crumbs you could build a business that, that you want um yeah. you have the opportunities in front of you but what's it like to be <laughs> the person doing it all the 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 responsibility is now on yeah. you rather than another company what's that like well you know po post covid is a whole new world for me i've been in business 30 years and what when when did covid happen it seems like forever ago but it only happened like four or five years ago um the way that people do business now has radically changed. The way the consumer um, wants to do business with the business owner is, is radically different. The way people buy, the way people sell and having done something one way for you know 25 years and then in a, in a weekend having to switch gears and then deciding to leave all that behind and start a new business on top of that. My gosh, I mean, I was in Best Buy today to find these types of headphones that you wanted me to have. Like, I've never worn these before. And this, and it, you should have been a fly on the wall. It was hilarious me trying to describe to the kid at Best Buy what I needed and him just looking at me like, you just want inline headphones. I'm like, yeah, yes. <laughs> He's like, he just, and the way he looked at me, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm out of my element. I'm like, over my head. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like the granny here trying to like do all this, but you know what? I made 20 times what that kid made last year. So I don't care. He can find me a pair of headphones, you know, but yeah, everything so daunting. And then when I get overwhelmed because now that the whole business model has changed, you got to do this and you got to do this and you have to learn how to do this and you have to put this in place and you have to know this and you have to know that. And when you look at the whole picture, it makes you just want to run back to like a nine to five or run back to your comfortable, like my, like I was telling you the career I had mm -hmm. before, it makes me want to run back to that because, um, we tend to need to know every step before we start. But like you said, we, we can't, we have to, we have to take one step, the next step or else, um, if you wait for un everything to be certain, you'll never start. Yeah. What, what's the trigger point for you? What is it that kind of triggers you to, uh, I'm, I'm doubting myself. I'm doubting the business. Or I want to, even though you won't, you want to feel like you want to revert, go back to safety. What are those moments like for you? Well, I'm so used to being like, like crushing it in my career. I knew everything about my last career, 30 years, you know, I was like top of my state and, you know, mm. everything came easy by that point. Everything was easy. And all I had to do is train other people how to do it. And now I know, now I'm the new girl. I'm the newcomer coming in. And a lot of things that I try don't work and I am not used to failing. Mm. So a lot of things don't work. And, and no one is doing, in my immediate circle, no one is doing what I'm doing. I can't really just call my mom and say, how do you create a sales funnel? And why is, why is my lead magnet not working? Why am I not getting any followers or subscribers or, or how come nobody's 
um, applying for this or that, like you can't, and I don't like failing at things. And then I have such high hopes and they come crashing down time and again. Yeah. So th this is, this is the, the step into the entrepreneurial world, which is you think you're going to come in and do, I'm just going to do the job that I want to do. I just get to serve. Right. And then realize, huh, there is all these other things from the accounting to the marketing, to sales, to all the things that kind of go with it, that you realize, well, if I don't do it and I, I'm not going to bring someone in straight away, someone's got to, and it's, it's this person, it's you. So what, what are these jobs? Did you, which ones do you like? I'm surprised. I absolutely love this. And which ones you like? I hate this. I can't wait to get rid of it. Oh my gosh, I'm no good. What's that like? Okay. The influx of money. Okay. So we've had, we, I'm not going to lie. We've had a huge influx of income, like four times what we were making before. Mm. It is stressing me out to no end. Um, we, we finally went and talked with an accountant and he's like, you need to open up like four bank accounts, one for this, one for that, one for this, one for that. The way you have to pay yourself this way. And you have, to, if you want to, you know, you have to have an S corp. And if you don't want to pay taxes and you give yourself wages and take distributions and you cannot pay for things, you have to pay for each expense that you have out of the checking account that matches the company that it would make sense that would pay for that thing. And I am terrible at that. I am an idea person. I make the money. But then that has been really daunting for me to like handle that. Mm. So that's been, I don't want, I don't want to handle that. I don't want to do that. Is, does this come into, is there a little bit of fear of success, fear of failure that sort of is sort of the flavor behind this kind of situation? It's viewing myself as a poor person because I was raised really, really poor mm -hmm. and I have had a fear of being poor my whole life. So I've always out earned my husband. We have separate checking accounts. I make my own money. He is a, he is an amazing man to be able to handle me. Very self-assured. The checking accounts are joint in case anybody's like worried for us, but I don't have, we don't, I don't have to talk to him about spending the money that I make. He just trusts mm -hmm. me. And, um, we have a 30 year happy marriage, but, um, that's where it comes from. And so I am not being responsible with the money because I am telling myself that I'm not like, who am I to go hire an accountant? I'm not that, not that wealthy. Who mm -hmm. am I to, to need this or need that? Or, you know, I'm still just a, I'm just a poor person. And then I have a tendency to blow my money as well because mm. I'm, af I'm afraid I will lose it. So I want to spend it on something memorable like a big trip or a car or, you know, gift my husband a truck or, you know, when really I probably should be investing and saving some of that. So uh, yes, I am coming from a scarcity mentality yeah. for that, sure. It's, I think it's stepping yeah. into the entirety of your, of your identity. Cause we're, we're talking about the entirety of a situation, the entirety of being a business owner. Oh my gosh, all the hats you have to wear, all the new elements. And Right now, I'd rather use the phrase entirety of your identity because this is the new you, the new Sherilyn, the new business owner that, oh my gosh, I didn't realize there was that and I don't have to do this. And with a bit more clarity, a bit of a pause is like, oh my God, these are things that are simple. Once you know it, it's simple. You've done this. You've understood this from your past career. And guess what? 
once you hit the next level, hiring more people. Depends on what you want, how you want to grow, because there's no one size fits all. It's going to be the next challenge. And then the next yeah. idea you get to you get to become. So to that point, what is it that's kind of that you feel is the resistance for, to fully embodying this new, this next level identity? Well, as you're talking, I'm having a thought like come into my mind saying, you are a brilliant woman. You're a cash cow. You are money comes to you frequently and easily. You are powerful and you are wealthy. So these are, I need to change who I, I don't need to change who I think I am. I need to see who I am. Mm -hmm. That's what I need to see. So what you have there. So the, these affirmations, they have a place. They are so good on their own. They are not powerful enough. So again, back, back to the word entirety. Maybe that's the sort of theme of this episode, the entirety saying these, but you need to believe it. You need to feel it. There is an emotional tie to this. So if anyone is finding these affirmations don't work, it's because the emotional ties in there. You don't fully believe it. That just words. How can you get more and more to this? How can you fully embody these? And I think what you're, what we're going towards is the, what we coach is in one aspect, the levels of understanding. Logically, you may understand something. Yeah. Emotionally, you may understand it. And then physically, when it's being done, but magical level four, experientially, you see the results of this. Now you're going to trigger the neural pathways. Now you're going to reinforce beliefs. So I think logically, you are a cash cow. You are a powerful woman. <laughs> you are affluent and things come to you in abundance all the time. Yes. Maybe where are you on that level? Is it logical? Is it emotional, physical, or experiential? That's a good question. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at all that success logically as if I'm not part of it, but a bystander watching it mm. and, coming to, and coming to conclusions. So all those affirmations I gave you would be conclusions of a person saying, but look, I can see this and I can see this and I can see this and I can see this. But the scarcity that I feel, I've got to, I have to, and I'm probably not there yet, but I need to discover where that came from, why I need to see it, maybe not from a child's perspective, because that was my whole childhood. I need to mm -hmm. see it and feel it now from an adult's perspective with the understanding that I have, because it is childish, isn't it? For me to be um, saying, oh, I don't like that the accountant tells me that I have to spend that, like that's common sense. And it's actually simple to understand. Mm -hmm. And yet I'm resisting being responsible with my income. And so no measure of success, no, no amount of money coming in is going to do anything for anybody in my life if I am not being responsible with it. So yeah, I need to figure out, I need to see more clearly. Yeah. Why. And that, that clarity, understanding what, where it's come from, why it's happening, how how to leverage this, how to move forward. Because if you know there's a level of responsibility that 
it can be great it can be bad finding how to leverage these these environments oh my gosh that changes so much huh yeah the one thing that stood out is you know this stuff you understand this to a to a high level and then you add the word but mm-hmm. there's your kryptonite there's everyone's kryptonite what about yeah. butts are for pooping what? how do you change those butts no more butts i know oh. this but i feel this i take all this money but after a but there's always a story there's always a belief. Yeah. there's always yeah. a past promise that we made that no longer lives with us how do we identify this there's the fun so as you get to step into your new identity oh my gosh how much fun could this be yeah so you say and and i'm making making all this money and i am also learning how to be responsible with it and that is thrilling and look at the growth look at the evolution as you get into that step into that new identity Mm -hmm. can we do this with the baggage of the past well we have to we're never going to solve everything you're never going to get to the root of every single thing you can talk societal family genetic beliefs oh my gosh everything that that's within us but we need to be able to use and leverage what we have so what are you most excited about as you start to step into this this new version this new business you've had a fantastic year yeah we have I'm really excited for, for everyone to see and for myself to, to show myself that I can build something in my name, like with my name on it, that yeah. it came 100% from my mind that I, I thought it up, you know, I conceived it, I believed it and I achieved it. I'm really excited for that. And I have, have been enjoying that aspect of this business and mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the thing I'm most excited about. It's and and that I can help. I'm really excited to help other women this way, rather than you know before. Yes, I helped other women, but I helped them because I was hoping to sell them some product, or I was hoping mm-hmm. that they would join my team, or I was hoping that you know it would bless me financially. But Caitlin and I were just saying, we actually can afford to go to France. Like we're, we already have the trip paid for, we're going to France. So we don't actually need these women to pay us to come to France, you know? So we're just looking forward to taking people with us who feel they need us and then giving them something they need while we're there and enjoying, I mean, who doesn't love, we're going to Normandy and Paris, like who doesn't love that, you know, that's going to be magical as well. But yeah, I'm a, a, a different way of serving. I'm looking forward to that. Actually, never. I'm although I've been had like this this poor mentality. When I focus too much on money, I actually make less money. So I'm. I think that just in us helping people in these different ways, it really is self fulfilling. And mm. I think the more service you are to people, the bigger your bank account will just inadvertently but that's what i'm looking forward to in the future awesome and again it's that focused energy so you say the more you focus on money the 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 worse it seems to get um some people would argue the exact opposite it's where you focus your time we believe it's the the type of energy you bring to this 
So you, we're bringing in the, the fear, the scarcity, the eat. That's what you're saying. That's what it's feeling. If you personify money, oh my gosh, it starts to become easier to understand. So yeah. you'd rather, sounds like the default is to avoid, to ignore that. It's like, oh, let's put that aside and keep going there. Which So you found a workaround by yeah. avoiding the actual thing. What if you there was no avoiding and it was just all coming together? You serve from a place of heart and love, but you acknowledge and see resources. My worth. Yeah. Yes. My worth. Maybe I haven't felt that I am worth it. Even though mm-hmm. I'm good at it, I'm good at making money. And mm-hmm. maybe I haven't felt you're a good counselor. Maybe I'm, yeah, I need to see my worth and then I need to follow my passion, which is serving. And I need to accept both and marry the two Mm. is what I need to do. And not just worry about the money coming in. If I ignore it. With this, with this awareness, you're now a a choice, which is kind of beautiful to hold that with, with the awareness, we're shining a light on it. That's the subconscious self-sabotage, which we, we all do in certain ways at different levels at different aspects. It's all over the place. But to catch ourselves, I'm like, hold on, look at this. And this is where we started the episode with the power of the pause, the power of the pause, talking about taking people to, to London, to Paris, pausing, stopping away. And you can see things. That's what you're facilitating. Yep. We all do. And- I think- and thank goodness we're getting this figured out now because we, we've got it. We have a year, so well, we're going in a year. So, And hold on, isn't this kind of beautiful where the gift you get to give to people is a gift you get to give to your daughter who in her 20s is going to be learning this material, learning how to be, see that worth, understand. That's yes. a gift. Mm-hmm. And nothing gives us more pleasure than empowering our children right they're our greatest source of joy and our our greatest source of unconditional love and yeah nothing gives me more pleasure than bringing her along this journey of discovery with me and can i say why that's a double-edged sword why (laughs) it's a good thing it's okay it's because you you'll do more for her than you'll probably do for yourself human nature oh yeah so by association on this journey it's a blessing that you're going to do more for her than you will for yourself. Hopefully those things are transferable to yourself. So you will be stepping into your identity to show others, your students, your clients, your daughter, your business partner, yeah. who to be, how to act, how to transition. Beautiful. So, oh my gosh, this has been so much fun. Sharon, thank you for, for sharing. Playing along with us today, I don't forget yourself. Thank you so so much. Thank you. I have I have really you've given me so much to think about, and I've really been blessed by this. I appreciate the opportunity. Ah, oh, you're so so welcome. And look, if people want to find out more about you and the amazing work that you do, where can they find you? So they can find us at DearDreamer.com. Our books are there. Caitlin's written a book on productivity, and I've written one on setting healthy boundaries. I don't know if we that, but our books are there with links to get them for free. And, um, and then they can learn all about us, everything that we've got going on. So it's pretty easy. Deardreamer.com. Awesome. Well, everyone go check that out 
and Sharon, thank you so much for being here and, and sharing today. It's been, it's been an awful lot of fun. Pleasure. Thank you. Welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.